I know, I know, I know. I know it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but um, I, we do want to reassure everybody that it is uh, still... We're still alive. We're still here. The union still plays soccer. The union still plays soccer. It's still... Soccer. Always soccer. It's still always soccer in Philadelphia. Baxter it's is sometimes here. soccer in Philadelphia. We have to change the name, I think. Sometimes soccer in Philadelphia. <laughs> Dave Zeit, that's Dave Zeit, and I'm Kevin Kincaid. Uh, Baxter is... Uh, what is he doing? He's under the desk. He's underneath the desk right now. Yeah, he's been kind of weird lately. He's looking at nothing. Yeah. It's, it's alarming. He's just staring. Uh, he's kind of like... He's got his foot. He's sitting on top of his foot. I think it's kind of crooked. <laughs> uh, he was having trouble with the fireworks, the Fourth of July, oh. like, you know, loud noises and stuff like that. Baxter. He like freaks out and he can like hear it coming. So we got to find a way to put. What do they do with the little kids? They put the head. Don't they put the headphones yeah. on them or something? Yeah, noise canceling headphones. We yeah. use that for fireworks and at the Plestra. <laughs> so maybe I'll get uh, your kids' noise canceling okay. headphones and I'll put them on my dog, yeah. who might as well be my kid. Oh, um, for a baby. Yeah. So anyway, um, what's going on? There's a yeah. there's a lot. Yeah, to it's talk been about a while. Here. I yeah. guess partially because we both took uh, our vacations. You went to England, and then I yeah. went to uh, Los Angeles, to Orange County. Um, yeah. Two places. Union, two LA. places <laughs> that are very uh, similar. Both uh, soccer heavy. I went to a, a Union LAFC game. Yeah, you nice. saw you saw the very first Union LAFC game. Yeah, at it was cool. Bank of the Bank of and California Matt DeGeorge Stadium. was there too. And Matt DeGeorge is there too. And so, and so is Peter Andrews. So, and Peter Andrews is there. So now you'll have to share that distinction with yeah. two other people yeah. at the same time. Although they aren't bad people to Not share. Not quite as meaningful to share the distinction with. Yeah, but we yeah we all three of us walked around the place beforehand, and, and it was cool. It was nice. Uh, there was a pool. Yeah. Some uh, a lot of gold. It kind of looked like Trump Tower, like inside. They're like these big gold, um, like elevators. They were was, gold. Kind of weird, yeah. How was the uh, like the crowd? The, the crowd atmosphere, was good. Like, the supporter section was real. They were really into it. They were like there well before the game. But I guess that's to be expected with an expansion team. I mean, yeah. Sons of Ben that first year were probably the same. Uh, the, my favorite part was you know outside the stadium. There's like a lot of like uh, museums and. You park, and it's right next to a, a science museum. So, yeah. uh, so my kids went with my wife and my wife's parents, and they parked, and they just went to this like museum for two hours before the game. And uh, it makes you wish that there was anything near the Union Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's fun. It's fun for the entire family, uh, which is not <laughs> what you can't really say about uh, about Chester unless well, you want to put him in the there. bouncy. Class, so. Oh, they got yeah, it's true. Uh, Harris, Philadelphia. The <laughs> And then you got the bouncy castle or whatever the heck in the grass area there. Maybe they can kick the soccer ball around or uh, yeah, the actual stadium you know. itself right outside is is nice for kids. But yeah. just in terms of, you wish there was that uh, you do that, that uh, development. There you were, do wish they promised there was, us uh, some. We were lied to. Was promised, but uh, there are developments. Oh yeah, it's in uh, the works right? on the pitch. <laughs> I believe, right? Oh, is yeah, that sure. the transition you were thinking I was uh, going to do? <laughs> I missed where you're going, but I do like the segue. And I have to now like, that I can now that I see where it was. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to kind of rewind here because I have to um, I have to push uh, Kawhi Leonard and Manny Machado and uh, yeah. Larry, Larry Fedora and <laughs> Nemanja <laughs> Delitza out of well, he I was writing yeah. writing about him like an hour ago. Or something. Well, Jim so Curtin mentioned Kawhi with... at the end of his press conference. He said, "Tough day for Philly with Kawhi." Oh, did he? So, uh, was that on the record, or was that when it he was, was like leaving? as he was walking out? And we're like, oh, okay. "It's okay, Jim. You guys, yeah." Save the day with your open cup triumph. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Philadelphia might not have gotten LeBron they, or Kawhi or Manny Machado, and there's thirty million dollars in taxpayer money that's missing. But 
They beat Orlando. You have a, a U.S. Open Cup uh, semifinalist. So what do we make of that? Because I'm sitting not here. Not a great like, crowd. Not a great crowd. It was not a great crowd. Not a good crowd, no. Um, what did you make of the guys? I, I told you before we started recording, I only got to see like 20 minutes yeah. of it because I had uh, p- people over here playing music. But I saw Bedoya's goal. Yeah, uh, in the fourth minute, and they should have easily scored a, a second or a third to put it away. Orlando didn't really have many great chances. The Union were in control throughout, so they probably should have won two or three nothing. But uh, it's nice they held on for one nothing. You feel like in years past, maybe they let up a goal at the last minute and then the go through extra sheets. time and then PKs. Yeah. But this Open Cup has been less drama than uh, in the past. No... Uh, no, like lightning delays or dust storms or <laughs> coaches right. throwing balls. That's right. The weather, the weather channel or... is not like emailing me, <laughs> asking me to use the um, yeah. the, the video. So um, they just have three nice wins. And and what do you think of this? So they're unbeaten in 13 straight Open Cup <laughs> games, apparently, even though they because their last three exits were on PKs, on which doesn't count as yeah. a loss. So. That's such I mean, a, I, a... It's a weird stat. <laughs> it, I understand it. I mean, technically, it is 13 unbeaten, but... Yeah. Uh, but they had they don't have anything to show for it, right? You know, that's why so I said that's, that's why that's why it's um that's so union to like have a historic winning streak and still not win it. And how many? I mean, I'm looking at the schedule this year, and I'm like, okay, so they beat Richmond at home. They right. had a good win against Red Bull, but also at home. Right. They Actually, beat Orlando at home. Like, so what? They're yeah. gonna have to, and we don't even know if it's gonna be home or away against Chicago. Surely they're not. But gonna Chicago play is a team they beat twice, so even if it is on the road, they, they could easily beat, beat Chicago. Yeah. So, so then what are they, so so is are they gonna beat Chicago on like say they'll go beat Chicago, well at home or on the road, and then what they'll go out to like. Um, Portland in the final yeah. and lose or something. That's, a, it's an like, e- that's it's inevitable. A, it's the easiest it? way to to win a trophy is just to get hot for a few games. Well, just, rather... That's why I just like kind of like roll my eyes at it. I th- I think you and I were probably always in the camp of like just whatever it takes to win any any piece of silverware. Put anything in the trophy cabinet for a team that hasn't even been around for for ten years yet. You know, I mean, there's no. I, I don't know how you could. Uh, think that that's a bad thing at nah. all, you know. But at the same time, I'm like sitting here, like, okay, well, they won three home games. Yeah, all I got to do is all I got to do is win five <laughs> games in a row. To get well, yeah, to I, win. I actually looked at the because yeah. I was trying to figure out the 13 game unbeaten streak. Because I mean, considering I look, their two longest unbeaten streaks in in a league play is is eight games, which they did twice in 2011 mm-hmm. and 2016. Their two playoff years. Okay. So, so I mean, 13 is like well beyond what this team has ever done yeah, in the yeah, league. Yeah. But I was looking at it. Ten of the 13 games were at home, right? Uh, four were against like lower division teams. Mm-hmm. So it's an impressive streak. Um, it sucks that it they lost on PKs uh, so many times, but um. So what you're saying is they can put you can definitely put some asterisks on it yeah, based on I mean, home yeah, and away it's just, and the competition. I was trying. I mean, like just looking at it, like 13 games straight without losing in regulation or extra time is impressive. But there are some things that you can kind of pour water on. But I mean, uh, you know, the open there are two times making it to the Open Cup final were I mean two of my favorite moments covering the team probably yours i mean the fans it, it was great atmospheres they played well mm-hmm. in both tournaments in both finals were fun good games heartbreaking losses we had john mccarthy coming in for andre blake for pks i <laughs> yeah. mean just cra- crazy moments throughout the tournament just fun yeah. finals i mean i i like the open cup and, and and union to their credit do play well in this tournament they do i mean i i don't know what it is about it you know i think jim said in the past that it was just sort of uh you know they understand the the winner go home nature of it you know yeah. and i think also too not to pour cold water on it again but it's like they, at this point other teams other franchises prioritize the regular season or like you look at a team like 
um, you know, like a, like a Seattle or something who won a couple open cups and then their biggest focus, like for instance, became winning an actual MLS cup. I don't, I don't know if the union ever have as much to play for in the league as other teams do by the time you, you get to the open cup. But I, I don't know. It's not to take anything away from, from what they've done or where they are at this point. Cause again, they're two games away from the first, um, a trophy in franchise history, you know? So I, I'm, that's not to say that what they're doing, you know, in the league is amazing. It, it, it felt like they were about to felt like when that, when it was three, three in Chicago last week, like that was the, that was it for the, for the season. Cause that would have kept, held them back at nine, eighth or ninth place. And then, uh, you know, you're looking at two losses and a draw, but you know, a com scores that goal, you get three points and you've, you're right back in the playoff yeah. hunting. It's, it's, I don't know. It's weird. I, I think I'm sitting here looking at this team, like waiting for this team to, uh, kind of roll over and yeah. like, kind of just like, you know, give up the ghost or whatever. And they're not, they're not like, they're that, you know, they're I mean hanging. like they, that's so it's again, it's nothing amazing. It's like the bar is set amazingly high, but they have a couple road wins now yeah. they have two road wins this year. Um, that's the kind of game that you would think can get some people out of their funk and get them going again. And, and, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I'm still sitting here looking at a team that's that's below 500. Yeah. Well, you look at the games recently that we haven't talked about yet. They were at um, LAFC, Atlanta. Too much talent. Yeah, um, Atlanta, yeah. too much talent. Yeah. And, and you could see the Union just couldn't really keep up. In LA, they didn't have uh, Doshkal and Harris. So of course they get one. Well, of course they give up a friggin' hat trick to some guy who's been in MLS for like five games, like an expansion. <laughs> There's just something about the optics of. LA and of, Atlanta, of, two, they're both. Ex- they're, they're both. Two, they're probably the two best teams in the league right now. Well, and yeah, and I mean, I mean it's, it's just it's it's always going to be more disappointing when you're looking at this team has eight years behind it now, and uh, you're going out and you're still and big crowds, great stadiums, better players, teams. I mean, expansion just, doesn't hold you back in this league. It's not like other sports where you need a few years. You can come right into this no, league, and, no, and if you no. have the money and you have the owners, you could win right away. And I was just saying, yeah, and now out. and now you know, I think Vegas kind of proved that too, and then. NHL, you know, it's not like other leagues are expanding like MLS is, but still they showed that if you're ambitious and you do the right things and you have people who make the right decisions and know what the hell they're doing, then you, anybody can be competitive, you know? So I just, I looked at that and I was like, like, to me, it was just like a referendum. Those two games, like a referendum on the, the season. Okay. It's kind of what you and I have been saying from the very beginning. Yeah. Maybe they'll go and nip a Chicago or, or beat a Montreal or something like that, but they're not as good as, you know, LA and Atlanta and, uh, you know, probably New York, New York City, and yeah. maybe Portland or whoever the hell else is is out there in the West. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not, I, this this team. It, to me, it feels like this team has like a little something different. Um, I think it's a better team I, than most others. And I think they're club probably. History. I mean, if you said, if yeah. I said the last the twenty sixteen team started out really well, right? Yeah. Uh, last year's team was shit. Um, but even at the end of 2016, that team bombed. So if, if, if I'm, if I told you 2016, 2017, 2018, um, what, what three of those teams do you think is the best team? It's a good question. I have to, uh, I, you know, I think maybe this team just because of, uh, Doshkal, there seemed to be missing that on uh, number 10 and he, he's kind of been up and down, but yeah. I think he's the best there. And Bedoya is like coming settled in, um, yeah, I think this might be the best. I'd have to kind of compare, um, obviously 2018 CJ and Akam have been like really hurting them. If they're playing at the same level they've had in previous years, it's, it's, it's definitely the best team I'd uh, say uh, uh, talent wise, but well, um, that's why the frustration too. Cause yeah. I mean, like you, 
seeing it there. And if they just could just put all the damn pieces together every, or all these guys are playing up to the level that they're capable of playing. That's why Jim always goes back to that quote of, you know, we need everybody to be playing their best that we can't afford to have one person or two people or three people have an off night, you yeah. know? Um, Cause they don't have anybody who's going to go out and, you know, yeah. rip off three goals for you or something like that. But that Chicago game, man, as exciting as it was, it was like, it was a shitty game, man. But was that the, I was going to ask you, we both covered this team for a while. Is that the craziest <laughs> ending you've seen? I mean, in terms of a, just like a, from a journalistic storyline standpoint, yeah, yeah. for a com to have his first goal against his former team in the craziest way, like rip off a shirt and then realize. He and was wasn't playing. like three minutes past stoppage at that point, but they it, added yeah, time because they got ni- the goal because the Schweinsteiger I think Schweinsteiger's came in the 95th. The comms was 96th. Well, after, yeah, and after Rosenberg leaves uh, Schweinsteiger completely unmarked yeah. on that corner kick. And on the previous goal, before that, the Union scored, whatever the hell Chicago's keeper was doing there, like knocking that down right he in front had, of him. That was one of the worst games anyone's ever played. The That's fire goalie that, <laughs> that Chicago team, man. Like, honestly, yeah. there's like two or three guys in that starting lineup who don't, who shouldn't be anywhere near an MLS yeah. roster, man. I don't Chicago know Chicago and Orlando doing. this year, like, two, they have like more talent. They should be better than they are, I feel like. They're very, yeah, both of those teams, you know, are like kind of top heavy. You got yeah, guys like right. Dwyer and Roselle and Kleschen who are good. And then you bottom out with some of those guys. Yeah. Like, we're like, where the hell did they yeah, come Chicago's from? Yeah, Chicago's back line's not nothing they're goalies um, no no Cam- but I mean, campbell's young that guy campos probably doesn't deserve to be anywhere near an mls yeah. field uh the goalkeeper has no idea what the hell he's doing um yeah it was appalling as the british would say <laughs> it was a good win though and it's good for a calm i mean I, I think now they can go back to their plan which was to have a common fafa on the wings really have that kind of speed and yeah. fafa's been good i think fafa was one of the best players on the field in the open cup he's game. been really good and Akam was good yeah too, he's so. figuring it out yeah. you know I, I wrote the one column about you know it's time for cj to sit on the bench and um you know luckily Corey burke goes out and backs me up by scoring a couple goals against chicago i think the one was bullshit um but the first goal was really good uh, where he went up and attacked that header at the back post and put it in and i'm just sitting there thinking to myself like that's just not a it's just not a play that CJ would go and make, you know, like, I mean, is he really going to get up and attack that at the back post and try to get it in from a narrow angle? And like, like Corey Burke for everything that he is, you know, he can be reckless and he can run around and he can waste energy sometimes. Maybe he's a little over anxious when he's out there, but he just sort of has that more natural instinct that the, that the union need right now. And CJ just, just, just doesn't have it, you know, for everything that he's always done well. And we've given given him plenty of credit before in the past. I mean, God, when he was scoring all those goals last year, he got all the all the credit in the world, you know. But, but I mean, I've said this from the beginning. Like, he's just never been, like, he just doesn't he's, – he's not the type of person who's going to, like, be an asshole and go out and, like, you know, maybe – grab a shirt or like do something to do dirty yeah. in front of the goal or just like 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 have that that killer instinct you know he's always yeah, Corey like burke a, seems like hungry right now right he seems yeah. hungry yeah. yeah you know i mean like cj is just uh you know i'm feeling the vibes and i'm riding the waves <laughs> and i'm and that's fine man. It's, there's nothing wrong with that at all i mean there's nothing look with wrong with his outlook on life or like how he how he sees the world and feels the world but that doesn't lend itself to be in a dangerous, skilled, attacking, instinctual poacher on the soccer field. I mean, it just it is what it is, you know. I feel like Corey Burke almost, you know, he had two goals, but we like forgot about it because Akam had the 
great goal Half left, but thing. I mean, yeah. But but who Burke, scored the fourth? Burke had a great game. Uh, uh, Madunian in, with the turnover. Right, yeah, yeah, Chicago with the terrible turnover. Yeah, he scored but, with the outside. But for but, Burke yeah. to score twice, he scored. He scored a goal on all three of his MLS starts. He didn't have one yesterday in the yeah. start in the Open Cup. But I mean, you got. I, I feel like you got to keep starting him. If if he scores a goal on every start, like why take him out right well, now? Well, it's the same thing that they did with CJ last year. Everybody said everybody wants to talk shit about Jay Simpson, but remember, Jay Jay Simpson wasn't benched. Jay Simpson was a starter last year for the first two games. Then he got injured, and when CJ came in, CJ couldn't stop scoring. So Jim left him in the lineup, as he should have. And so you have to apply that same logic this year. Corey Burke is in the lineup, keeps scoring, and keep him in. Yeah, and he can bring in CJ and play him as a wing. He's that's always been very that's good. What they did Come, yesterday, coming in off the bench. As he a came winger, in off the yeah. bench. Him and Epps. I, I thought it worked pretty well yesterday, yeah, and so they kind of held it. He's a good guy to like keep possession is, yeah. late in the game. So yeah, at this point, I keep doing that. Um, other play, you want to talk about um, other players from the game last night? Because Jim said Ali Bedoya is playing the best soccer of his career, which was kind of. Uh, one of the quotes that people took and I don't think that's true but I wrote um, about I actually asked Ali about that after the game and he's like oh <laughs> yeah so um, he doesn't think that's true well I, yeah he, he said he's playing he said he's playing as consistent as he has I mean Jim was calling him an all-star snub Jim said he's MLS best 11 material so he's not he's a you're playing him as a glue guy you're playing a right a career right winger as a glue guy well, on a sub 500 team. I mean, he's not an all, but I mean, all if, MLS if you 11. look at best 11 and you're looking at the best, you know, eights or sixes, like who's a better eight, like who would you rather have in, oh, that, in that spot? If you look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been watching it. I, I feel like I'm starting to lose it. Like, cause I'm just so far up the Sixers and Eagles and f- every, every other team's butt at this point. But I mean, like, you know, if you're talking, it's it's hard for me to to make a straight comparison there because Bedoya is not really like your typical eight. Like Madunyanin should be an eight. Yeah. You know, and and Ali feels like more if you're gonna play him as a central midfielder, always felt like more of a four 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 two kind of guy. But like I, I don't know, like is Artur still playing well for? Columbus, Valeri, uh, yeah. Valeri is. Are they playing him as an eight at this hey, point, or is he Valeri? playing as a ten? Yeah, he's, I feel like he's more of a ten. Uh, I don't know. I need. I would have to look more into. So Bedoya is I, best I eleven. Don't. That's what I'm getting. Oh, so that's the that's the, the best, determination. He's the best number eight in the league. Book I, it. I highly doubt that. But, Says Kevin Kincaid. Yeah. Um. What else? I mean, what else from those games? Was he there talked, anything else from those he games? talked about Trusty and McKenzie. Uh, probably their best game. They shut down Dwyer completely. They're playing really well. Yeah, man. he said yeah. they're playing well beyond their years. Yeah. They're they're connecting passes better. They're playing. They're, yeah, they're not really playing like, like teenagers anymore. Which is they just got to cut sport. down on some of those um, some of those rough mistakes, man. You know, yeah. the penalty that McKenzie gave up uh, in the Chicago game, yeah. like he just can't reach for that ball. Yeah. You know, and um, they struggled against uh, Martinez, Joseph Martinez, twice now, which is I guess to be expected. But well, they're gonna I mean, get. Yeah, they're gonna now they're gonna Dwyer, get. He, he did nothing. So yeah, no, I mean they shut him down for at least for the time that I saw the game. Um, so Zlatan is their next assignment, huh? Yeah, there you so go. So he is going to travel. We have confirmed. Sa- I don't know tra- if it's confirmed. It sounds like he, w- saying he didn't play last week in New England, so you'd think he'd go to at least one East Coast city. Yeah, because somebody was telling me that the, that they didn't think that you, the Union front office didn't think he was going to travel, and they were not happy about that. 
But I, that was last week, so I don't know if that. I mean, they sold changed. the game out. I think so. That's something. Well, that's all you got to do. It's like the Sixers, you know. As long as the, the season tickets are, as long as the tickets are sold, you then you just tell everybody 15 minutes before the the game that Embiid's not playing, and it's like you got him. <laughs> you know? Got him. Because yeah, because they ain't leaving at that point. So. Yeah, but even if you don't get uh, him, you get Chris Pontius. You get Shane well. Williams. You get Chris Glidden. The All Stars are all coming home. Yeah, that's the big. That's the big four. <laughs> the big three. Uh, that's a, or the big three of. Uh, Can someone Photoshop me a, a photo of uh, Chris Glidden, Glidden Shane and Williams, and Chris Pontius, yeah, and yeah, saying yeah. the return to Philly? The return to Philly. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do that a little later. Yes. Um. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Is is this a, are are we uh you know are are Union fans up for disappointment this week? Because if if you go, you go loss loss win. And then if they lose this game, well, I mean it's not a six pointer; it's a West, Co- it's a Western Conference team. But LA is kind of in the same spot that the, the Union yeah. are right now, similar on points. Yeah, they're not. Games. Yeah, they're not. I think the Union can easily win this game. I actually watched the Galaxy at um, New England last week, and they were up a man pretty much the entire game, and they needed yeah. two yeah. goals in stoppage time from Dave Romney and Chris Pontius to win. So. They're not like it's unbeatable team. Like they're definitely not as good nah, as they ain't a, Atlanta or, or even LAFC. So yeah. I, I think the Union can win. I mean, yeah, it's a tough. It's a, you have two teenagers going against one of the most well-known strikers in the world. Like how isn't they, that a story? How are they going to handle that? Isn't yeah. that a story? Like Zlatan, who's got the pedigree of like Milan, Juventus, Ajax, Barcelona, Manchester United. <laughs> Playing against 19 year old kid from Delaware and from media. <laughs> media and uh, where's Mark from? Bear? Somewhere in Delaware. Yeah, from Bear, Bear? Delaware. Okay, yeah. So Bear and media versus uh, <laughs> the Stockholm suburbs, you know, or when Gothenburg. Did... I can't remember where he's from. When did he start playing? Was it when they were born or? Zlatan? Zlatan. Well, he's 30. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Held, yeah. That's actually really good. Look that. Uh, look that up real quick. Man, we should have prepared. <laughs> we should have actually prepared for this podcast. Know, Why do we never prepare? Fun, yeah, I can feel like the quality of the of uh, of my performances on the podcast slipping. I'm uh, getting. I'm getting better though. You're getting so. better. Yeah. As long as we stay at the same, <laughs> ultimately at the same level, then that's all that matters. But he, he but was, we'll always uh, try to bring the humor and his be professional career even though it's a serious with part. malmo in 1999 so that would be yeah that would be the year so he um, that would be one was year. born was it mark Mc- 99 let's see what mark oh McKenzie yeah because 2000 born. is a year right so it would uh, be one two <laughs> mark mckenzie was born wow dead air it's, it's, it's what you want some dead air oh uh, yeah. i blame your internet now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Baxter, now's your time. Baxter, say something. He's got his head flat on the floor, man. He, um, we go to the dog park, and I think he gets like really like hot, uh, real quickly, and he just wants to come back. But you're wearing that coat, man. You're wearing a fur coat. Mark McKenzie, did you find it yet? Yeah. The reason we've got dead air is because you your can't. You're trying slow. to Google with one. Yeah, it's been kind of slow today. I don't know yeah, why. that's what I blame. Um, should You're we also take, using yeah. Apple. He was born in 1999, same year as Latan wow. began his career. Wow, man, that's, that's something. Else, that was also yeah. the year I graduated high school, so lot, lots of things happened. Yeah, it was a big year. Yeah, <laughs> and we also were pre- preparing for Y2K. I can't believe I graduated high school the year Mark McKenzie was born, and I'm covering him. The what, Sega what, Dreamcast what, what, came what out. What am I doing? Year my life? Too. <laughs> nine, nine, ninety-nine. You remember those okay, commercials? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, should we take questions? Uh no, I have oh, one more? like okay. a couple more topics here. Yeah, what about the World Cup? Are we gonna talk about the World Cup? Uh, that happened, yeah. Yeah, I won the pool. 
You won the I pool. I won the PSP me... pool four years after you did, so whoever wins it in four years from now can come let take me be, our uh, let me be the first. Chair. Let me be the first to congratulate you on, on behalf of Baxter and myself. Um, Dave Zeitlin, well, the second or the third or whatever. Eli Perlman uh, Storch congratulated me. Oh, did he? So. Well, that's good. He should um, <laughs> he should jump on the podcast one he of these should. days. He probably won't, though. He'll probably be like, I fucking hate the union. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, allow us to congratulate you on your victory. Yeah, um, on the the Philly soccer page, uh, World Cup. Uh, what's what is it? Does, is there pool? a title for it? Pool World Cup pool. I think I win a T-shirt out of it. You know what's sad though? It was an I didn't un- win shit when I, when I there won. There was no money involved, and mm-hmm. I picked like a good percentage of the games right. I picked France to win it all, but the one day I actually gambled real money. Yeah, I went to um, Delaware Park and I and I lost. And both, you so. That's always how this, this thing goes. So I'm good yeah. when there's no pressure. Yeah, that's what. It's Al- funny. We went the day. That's uh, what Alanis Morissette was talking about when she wrote that song. Man. <laughs> we went uh, when France played Peru and Argentina played Croatia, mm-hmm. and we decided to pick two draws because they're like like pretty good odds. Because yeah. France and Argentina. Are you a sports? Ga- are you like really into this sports those. gambling thing? Nah, are you nah, gonna nah. get no? Okay. Well, we're both writers. We don't make enough money. I never like, no. to, to I never do it, it but my, yeah, I just wanted to check out Delaware Park, yeah. and it's not. I think I won. There's not much sports there. I won big on DraftKings one time, and like I came in first place out of like 700 people. And when I say I won big, I put like $20 down on nice. like four different games. So I won like $80 total. Nice. And then I used it Congrats. to pay like my water bill or something like that. So it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> or Wooder Bill, as they would say go. in Pennsylvania. Um, so, what do you think of the World Cup? It was, you know, the first things first. It was cool to be able to experience it overseas. Um, I did not get to see an England game in when I was in England because um, I think the one game that they played against Tunisia, as they say on uh, the BBC over there, uh, England versus Tunisia was like when we were doing something else on the tour or whatever. Um, but just reading their newspapers and like watching their coverage and stuff like that um, was unique. And I will say that um, I didn't think I, when I came home, everybody, well, when the tournament started, everybody was saying, well, Fox's coverage is like bad and nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. It's kind of dry and it's not that great or whatever. I was sitting there watching like Sky and like uh, Ireland TV, and we went we went to Ireland too, and and watching how they did things over there. And I mean, their coverage wasn't amazing either. You know, you, the game ends and they cut to like four dudes uh, who were sitting there at a desk. It's like Gary Lineker and like Roy Keane mm-hmm. and like Jermaine uh, Genus and Rio Ferdinand sitting there talking about the game, and uh, it's very dull and very blunt and very yeah. like boringly British if <laughs> that's a way to say it. and I don't mean that in like an offensive way it's just that everything that's over there is like very like understated on TV it's yeah. not like it's and everybody I'm sure everybody here has seen like BBC America and like watched Sky on you know Fox Soccer Channel and stuff like that but it's not it's not flashy and like overproduced and and wacky and you know outrageous hot takes like um, American TV is you know which was nice in a sense because it's it's not um well, who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? And if you say Ronaldo, you're fucking crazy or whatever, you know? It's not like these, like, it's very, like, professional kind of, you know? Um, but as far as uh, the tournament itself, like, it it was exciting and there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened. But at the end of the day, it was kind of disappointing, I think, that six of the final eight teams were all European, European countries because it didn't feel like the World Cup. It felt Why do like you hate Europe? 
Well, uh, that's a, another podcast for another time, <laughs> but no, uh, I just felt yeah, I just true. I just felt like it was I felt like I was watching Euro twenty eighteen. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was watching the World Cup. Yeah. You know? There, I mean, yeah, I mean, I thought it was fun to watch. Lots of uh, great games, cool moments. I mean, some nice shootout saves, some nice goals. What was your favorite goal or? Our favorite moment you know and it was probably one it had to be it, it, you know like every world cup there's always some like banger from a friggin' fullback the french fullback you know yeah that was um, an amazing goal it was pavard right pavard. but but oh, um God, but um so good but it, spain had a had a yeah. almost a similar goal with um was it nacho who hit that one was he playing right fullback it's all blurry was right it carvajal yeah. no it was nacho right yeah, um, who hit that like half volley like cutter? Man, those 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 balls are so hard to hit because he's actually like swiping down at it, um, but he hits it at, at the at the right angle that it's not it's not floating on him. You know, those, those I could sit there at Penn Park and do a hundred of those and maybe hit like like six or seven of them like that because they're <laughs> and that might be being generous. I could do I'm, more. <laughs> it's Penn. It, I rise to the occasion. At That's Penn. true. I went, by the way, I went over to Penn Park like last week for the first time in a while, and there was just like a hundred people there, and we were playing like seventeen versus seventeen, but in had three games on three fields, but there were just so many motherfuckers there that it was like no room. <laughs> 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 There's like no no room for anybody else, but no, it was cool. It was cool, especially I was paying attention to England because I was over there, and. Um, yeah, it's nice to see England, I think, go a little further. But at the end of the day, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, they beat uh, Tunisia. They beat Panama. They lost to Belgium in a game that didn't matter. They beat Colombia. They beat Sweden. Yeah. And then they lost again to – and they lost to Croatia and Belgium. So, I mean, did they really have an amazing tournament or, or <laughs> not? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, like yeah. people would use, if it was the United States, people would say like, well, they beat two crappy teams and, you know, beat two decent teams and then lost. Like, yeah. and then the narrative would be like, well, they went like two and two in the games that counted or two and three in the games that counted, you know? Was it hard for you that the um, U S wasn't there? Did you think about that much or no? Not really. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people did. I, I was like, so into, it. I mean, it's, it sucks. I've said before, like rooting for the U.S. in a World Cup is like one of the coolest things in sports. I think, mm, but mm. um, like once it started, I wasn't really like it wasn't too the end of the it, world yeah. to me because I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, they've only played it's, it's three games that are played, three or four games that are played once every four years. You know, right. and I wish people would get out of this mold that the World Cup is like the be all end all of soccer because it's, it's not. It might be the the most important. It's not the most important tournament. It might have the most pageantry. Um, you know, cause there's like the nationalism aspect of it and because it doesn't happen as often, I think people are more interested in it, but the highest quality soccer tournament is the UEFA champions league, yeah. you know? Yeah. Ick what? I disagree. You I mean, disagree? no, I, I agree. The quality is better, that, like, I prefer, I way prefer it, the world cup. Right. But if I'm just talking in a sense of like, what, tur- what tournament did, did this world cup or did the UEFA Champions League have the best talent in the world playing? Play yeah, there? no, like I said, I mean, because you wouldn't have the Champions like, League game itself was, yeah, right. You the Champions League final was more, but yeah, like, like I mean, the I, Panama players and like the Saudi Arabian team and stuff like that. Those are not players who are in the Champions League, so they're not the the best players for specific national teams are not necessarily the best players who are pulled to the best clubs yeah. in the world. So it is, I mean, it I, is I, yeah, that for me the the World Cup feels more like a fun tournament like 
like March Madness would feel. It's like a whole month of just nonstop games yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like a big, um, it's a big like celebration. Like Champions League is drawn too. out, and it's like it's it's fun, but I don't, and a lot I don't of the times too. Yeah, and with and with the Champions League too, a lot of it's the same shit over and over again. Same it's, team, it's always going to be like Barcelona versus fucking Chelsea or something like that. But um, yeah, that's all I really I had of it. I just wanted to say had the opportunity to say Tunisia. A couple, a couple times because I just found after that how many episodes we finally did. He's, he's been he's been begging me every episode episode no, five ten fifteen. Our tour got we were in Edinburgh and um I uh that's when England was playing their first game and I, our tour guide was from Brighton and uh, his name was Steele and uh, I went up but he was like half Danish it was weird he was half Danish half English so I went up to him, I was like Steele can you pronounce the name of the team that you guys are playing today. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's uh, Tunisia. <laughs> and me, me and my wife just started laughing because, I mean, like, they, I, you know, maybe we're fucking saying it wrong or something. But I just found it, like, funny how they how they pronounced it, you know. Maybe that'll be the title of, the, of uh, this episode. Of there you go. It's always soccer in Philadelphia. That'll uh, draw in the, um, the listeners. Do we, I was going to do mean, I was gonna do mean oh, closing yeah, broad yeah. comments. Those are I fun. I think there's only like two, two of them. Aren't, be a quick one. Aren't all crossing broad comments mean? Um, well, yeah, sort of. That's something we gotta, as Andy Reid would say, we gotta do a better job <laughs> with those. Uh, so the story was called. Oh, it was the column I wrote about the World Cup, and like you know, if you're a casual and you like the sport and you want to keep watching, you can turn on the Premier League uh, with your kids on Saturday morning. So this guy says, uh, in this is just a general response to soccer. He says, Nah, no. <laughs> Uh, this guy says, how about no? I didn't watch a single minute of this boring as fuck sport. No one cares about soccer in the U.S. except for hipsters and transplants. Uh, 52 days until the NFL regular season. In town. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I gotta keep scrolling down. Because I started arguing with that I think I saw that. You responded. Yeah. And you're like, nobody cares. Really. Yeah, I said, I said why, don't you, why don't you come up to Fishtown and say it to my face? <laughs> Uh, there really aren't that many bad ones. What am I doing here? Um, Pele says, well, at least Kevin admits that he gets his material from Twitter. Uh, Actually, Pele? Yeah. Harry the K says, I love how Spurs aren't listed in the group of posers not to choose from. Come on, you Spurs. Uh, the average asshole says, uh, Kinker is spot on with this article. Great job here. All you stupid fuckface Neanderthal Eagles fans can suck it. Kinker? It's the Yeah, that's what they call me on the site. It's kind of weird. Why? Uh, it's just a comment I was trying to get under my skin, I think. It's the most popular sport in Philly. Shut the fuck up. I wish I could spit uh, in one of your faces. Um, you compare this to the comments on the athletic where I write. It's like night and day. Everyone well, on the you athletic guys was like, like "Great, po- great yeah. article, Dave." You guys Thank are you like for the po- you guys are like the polar opposite <laughs> of like what, what we are. You guys are trying to do real journalism. Although we did, almost, we did a real journalism story the other day. It was good. Some that. of the comments on the athletic almost feel like bots. He's like, "I learned so much after reading this article. When will the next <laughs> one be?" Thank you so much for sharing the article about the Philadelphia Union Soccer Club. I, I can see how that would be kind of weird in the other way. Yeah, sure. All right, well, that's all I got, man, if you want to do the questions here. All right, yeah. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Alex Armstrong, is Latan coming, and should I fork over 60 bucks to see him, or does anybody want to bring me? If you want to bring Alex Armstrong to the game on Saturday, you could find him on Twitter at ArmstrongAlex. 
Um, <laughs> is he is Latan coming? I don't think we have confirmation. I'm leaning I, yes, but I don't want to draw people I there and be so. wrong. Well, did we get, you might did, find did out. We get conf- did we get yeah, an let's, explanation let's why? Right now. So he didn't right, right this moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't he? So why didn't he play last week? Was it because of the turf? Turf. I and mean, travel, was it, yeah. that was confirmed though. I mean, did they say he, we're not playing him on they turf? Con- yeah, Adam Serrano tweeted it that it was turf and travel. So you have one of those two things. They have a game against LAFC coming on Thursday. If you care about rest, but I mean, yeah. he didn't play last week. Like, how, how much rest does he need? My like timelines junked up with a bunch of flyers stuff too. Because yeah. I asked like a Ivan Provorov question, and um, I, like, like no offense to Flyers fans, but I think like like you guys like overreact to a lot of stuff. Um, I'll I'll try to go through starting from the bottom. Okay. Anthony Clark gives us this whole like life here. Did you see this? Uh, tr- 2010 drove two hours to games from HBG. Is that Harrisburg? Yes. I uh, didn't miss one. 2012 moves to Philly. Doesn't miss a game. 2014 missed first game for generally not wanting to for the first time. 2016 almost didn't renew. 2017 didn't renew. 2018 watched two games on TV. How do they get fans back? Man, that's <laughs> that's a brutal timeline well, for uh, the front the office to there. say. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, just win, baby. Yeah. I guess who just said win, that? but they're was that Mickey Mantle who said that? Anthony said Clark. That? Um, who said just win, baby? If you have, I mean, it does. You do hear that a lot. Like there are soccer fans in Philly who had tickets for like the first few years, and they just stopped. And like, not only do they stop getting tickets, they like stop watching. So the, yeah, I mean, we're that's, not, a gen- that's a genuine concern. We're not full of shit when like when we say. Like that, that place was rocking in like 2011 when the Sixers were like Drek right before uh, the process started. Like, I swear to God that the union were like, yeah, there's a lot of interest yeah. in the, the team back then. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how they did. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, it was Al obviously Davis. The first I'm sorry. Step. It was Al Davis who said, just win, baby. Who'd Not, you say? I said Mickey Mantle. What the fuck? Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fried, man. This is my life now. It's I used to. I think I may, I might have enjoyed writing about one sport better than writing about all sports because it's just easier to like. Um, you could always come back to stay. the union. I could. Maybe I could join the athletic. Why I'm joining <laughs> the athletic? <laughs> I think you're. I think you're the only writer who hasn't joined the athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join the athletic. Um, Wilmington. I saw. I saw someone tweet. Uh, uh, Twitter is just. Uh, Trump and athletic hires, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. <laughs> Why I'm joining the athletic Scranton, yeah. uh, the athletic Pottstown. Austin says, do you think the all-star Mickey roster, uh, parentheses, Atlanta United is a fair lineup? <laughs> yes. I, I think it's fair that every Atlanta <laughs> player is playing. The, I mean, it's the a Atlanta joke. ball boys at, uh, yeah. at right back. Of course it's a joke, but I've always railed against the all-star I like I like any, what baseball you mean snubs for real though. I mean, do you think? No. Do you think? Eh, I guess no. it's, hard, it's hard to argue. No, and you couldn't really say Blake either because he was the last All Star. But I, I like what MLB does, where they're you know every team is represented at the All Star game. Yeah, you know. Um, well, the Union do have four going down there for the home run. That's because you already that's something do, cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I always like. I always think it. Um, there's always guys who are at the all-star game that don't deserve to be there anyway. So if that's already going to be the point, then why don't you add somebody from Philly and San Jose and blah, 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 whatever the hell. And, um, just make it a round roundabout thing. Cause if you, if you're saying that merit is not important, then make it a, a celebration of a league and have every team right. represented at the thing. You know, I agree. Uh, Rob Zane is Burke, the better option up top than CJ for the rest of the season. Also, can he stay in the field? He seems to pick up a lot of cards for his position. 
yeah, yeah that's i mean that, a problem. Yeah. that's that's yeah. a thing do you want you want him to stay hungry and aggressive but you, you obviously don't want cards so it's a it's a matter of kind of kind of finding that balance so i guess that's, i guess that's a good question can i read uh union hulk yeah that's your favorite part yeah all do right. it of do it without now, laughing now look of yeah of course it's in all capital letters so that's his thing union hulk at hulk union smash says will the philadelphia union ever get someone's latin like so we get full stadium every time <laughs> i can't even fucking get through a sentence here or just f- <laughs> <laughs> what is this name you can do it philip my bladder <laughs> fill up my bladder oh. from the swiss uh, seventh division he's a good player uh, let me try to read this with a straight face here. Will uh, the Philadelphia Union ever get someone's Latin like so we can get a full stadium every time or just fill, fill up? Couldn't do it. Hulk, you win this round. <laughs> fill up my bladder from the Swiss Switzerland 7th Division. Also, do you remember when Justin Timberlake uh, had that f- phase where he... <laughs> What's the phase? Where he dresses like a lumberjack? I don't remember that phase. That was stupid. Was that between, also, was that also, also remember when Justin Timberlake had that phase where he dresses like a lumberjack. That was stupid. Of course, there's no commas or periods in here at all. I like JT. When don't, did he dress like a lumberjack? Me. I don't know. After like after he split up with Insync, like yeah, in maybe. the early aughts. When the fuck was that? I don't even remember. So do you have any answers to that question? Uh, no, they're gonna be with Philip My Bladder. I mean, the, yeah, I, the Swiss I think it's fair to say the, <laughs> the biggest stars in this league will never come to Chester. Probably um, the biggest stars in the world. I mean, no, all you gotta know is that two hundred. Well, the Wayne Rooney went to DC. Yeah, that's something, I guess. Can I say something about that real quick? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they, I, I like so. I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, okay, so they're opening a new stadium. Wayne Rooney's making his debut. Surely it's on TV. Yeah, right? I saw that. And um, so I go to turn it on at eight o'clock, and there's like like NWSLs on the one channel, like softballs on the other channel, and they have like fucking poker or something on the on the on the other channel. I'm like, where like where is this game? And there are no other games. And I had to sign up for ESPN, ESPN Plus, Plus and pay it. five dollars a month to get the fucking like. On the bright Wayne... side, if you keep ESPN Plus, you can watch every Ivy League basketball game. So oh, good. Well, I'll be sure to. Uh, tune in to Dartmouth and Brown. Um, those are both Ivy League. In schools. February, okay, yeah. yeah I'll job. make sure. Yeah, yeah. You and me and Tannenwald can then group text uh, <laughs> as Brown and Dartmouth. That sounds like a great Friday night. <laughs> group text while watching Dartmouth Brown. That sounds. That sounds just as good as the Friday night where you and DeGeorge went out to watch the Union Road oh, game man. together. That was rough. All right. I sorry. I I want to apologize to everybody listening right now. I could not get through the Union Hulk. You tried Smash. hard, though. That's all that matters. Fill up my bladder. You gave it, a, you gave it 110%. It took me three times to get the joke. but that's You took it one word at a time. All right. Uh, bad hombre. Is Ernie Stewart left the union any better off than prior to his arrival? We, I feel like we talked about this in, uh, in the last podcast a lot. No. Would no, he change no, that no, the wheels no, were not no, already in a motion of changing before know. he arrived? When he departs on August 1st, do you think the union will be suited to make the playoffs? Can I read the quote that Tansy had from Ernie in his article? Oh, yeah, he talked to him yesterday. I think Tannenwald did, too. Yeah. I was the only schmuck who didn't get the memo that it was Ernie yeah. Stewart interview day. Well, f- maybe you're going to f- be leaving the athletic soon <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't get your... Uh... I don't pick it up. <laughs> I still have till uh, the I end of the month down. to talk to Ernie, right? Yeah, you do. Okay, so this is Ernie Stewart, and let me for some context here. Part one of the conversation looks at what he inherited and how tough last year's start was in his relationship with Jim Curtin. Ernie Stewart, quote, the relationship is he's the coach and I'm the sporting director. 
do we get along? Yes, but it's that. I look at what happens on the field and I don't necessarily look at winning and losing because that's not it. It's also the reality of who we are and who we can be. And then if I see progress from our players and they're getting better and what we're trying to do is implement it on the field. Hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, I, I, I like... I like like most of Ernie's quotes that have to do with that. Like I I hate it. I hate that quote. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily look at winning and losing because that's not it. Yes, that is that is it. <laughs> that is what it is. Especially in soccer, I feel like there have been good guys and good coaches who've been fired for less than Kurt. I mean, well, you, I, you look around the league, guys. I mean, Curtin has a way longer leash than. Dude, I, I appreciate I appreciate like that they want to you know grow these homegrown players and like turn them into you know bright young leaders and like you know do all these these great things and build build this program and um you know I try to get fans down there and you know implement this style of play and see it executed on the field but <clears throat> excuse me you play to win <laughs> the game you love that quote. okay <laughs> this is not like. It's not intramurals, brother. You can you can develop young men and and you know do these little programs, and you can send them to band camp. You can send them to summer camp or whatever, and you can do trust falls, and you know people will learn how to be you know grown hum, human beings. <laughs> and <laughs> what <laughs> you know where you fall against each other, you got to hold each other up. Uh, can you quote more iconic football press conferences? Yeah. I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Big Twelve. It's Division One football. They got three weeks off at the end of the summer. Go play intramurals, brother. I can't wait to say I'm a man. I'm 40. I only Go have three play. years until I turn 40. As, as, soon as, as soon as my birthday happens, I'm going to scream, walk down the street and scream it. I just don't. I mean, I, I understand all this stuff, but you can't come to Philadelphia and say, oh, it's not really about winning and losing. Yes, it is about winning and losing. It's professional sports. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. I mean, I, I feel like we had this, this same Go play. Go play intramurals, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, I, uh, my Dan Hawkins sounds like Hulk Hogan. Go play inter- No, it's you know, it sounds like it sounds like ma- the Macho Man Randy said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go play intermural brother. Snap into a slim gym. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, I feel like we had the Ernie talk last podcast and the podcast before that. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I, like, I'm, we, yeah. we hit, we hit, we hit on everything. I, I, I'm more to the. I think he did, as we mentioned, he did some good things to. Stabilize the, the answer to the question, seriously, the answer to the question is yes. Yes, the union are in a, in a, yeah, better, spot in a better spot now than where they were, but it's not that much better. All right, anyway. Uh, Mark Dutcher with the Chicago, oh, yeah. <laughs> Chicago Fire bringing a minority owner. Could we see the union doing the same thing? Springsteen or Jackman? Why or why not? Yeah, you, you see that photo, uh, Jay Sugarman? Bruce Springsteen? Jay Sugarman had a photo. It was on someone, I think it was on Hugh Jackman's Instagram page of Sugarman next to Springsteen and Hugh Jackman. Oh, God. Well, now I dislike Sugarman even more. You don't like yeah, either of them? No, no, no. I like Hugh Jackman, but I think oh, like Bruce like Springsteen is like the most overrated musician uh, on the planet. I don't agree. I mean, the guy, the, the guy can't write a song. It's just all like... <laughs> it's all like mumbling and the e street has like 25 fucking people are just like making noise come on like zz top has three people rush has three people and they make better sounds than like 20 members of the e street band it has piano and like a fucking saxophone and like 10 people playing guitar and i've been listening to the same song on, on repeat for the last week it was my four-year-old discovered he liked uh, he likes um I don't know. africa 
the uh, Weezer covered Africa. <laughs> Have you heard that? <laughs> not the original, not the Toto. Not the Toto version. Weezer, Weezer covered it. Do you like Weezer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a good band. They did it. They did a good job. He heard it on the radio. He loved it. So now he makes me play the song Africa for him, like five <laughs> times a day. <laughs> That's the only thing I've heard in the last. How do two you? Weeks. Yeah. How as a father, how do you? How do you like uh, Africa? The song Africa. It's a good song. Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. But is it worth listening to five times? <laughs> I'm a little sick of it. Do you like the song? Uh, yeah, it's a cool song. I don't. I honestly could not name you uh, another Toto song. I don't think though. anyone can. That's, oh, wait, don't Wait, they have one other famous one? Are they a one-hit wonder? Can they do like uh, Roxanne or, or Roseanne or something? Roxanne? That no. was um, The Police, wasn't it? There's okay. another Toto song that was um, famous. But yeah, the I'll ad, Google it now. You keep ask, answering. Um, I can't. Be, uh, you're Googling it. Up. I wrote Tito by accident, and <laughs> Tito Ortiz came up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rob Zane, should we care about the uh, U.S. Open Cup, or is it a sad consolation prize since actually winning in league play is too difficult for the union? I mean, yeah, you should care because I it's think we fun. mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still, fun. yeah, to it's, me, yeah, it's, it's still. Not a, it's not as big as an accomplishment as uh, winning the MLS it's Cup. It's still an opportunity to to win your first trophy. And you know what? Now that I spend more time around like the typical four for four Philly sports fan, they don't understand what the Open Cup is, but they don't have to. Like, yeah. all you got to tell them is, hey, the Union won a trophy. Yeah, you know, and you can spin that into a lot of different, like, hey, are they finally good now? You know, I mean, there's more. There's certainly more upside. Um, than downside, but I think if the fear is like you know you're gonna stand pat and be complacent with where you yeah. are just because you won that, or maybe Jim gets an extension or some shit. I, I mean, I don't. I can understand why people might think that, but I don't. I wouldn't really think that's much nah. of a much of an issue. Yet. I don't see any more questions. Do you? Um, yeah, I think there are some more. I, yeah, I, got, I don't think they shut up in mind. But first things first, Toto. <laughs> they had a lot of albums, man. Toto came out in 1978, then Hydra in 1979. Rosanna, that's what I was thinking of. Rosanna? But I don't see, like... Um, Meet you. Yeah. It's oh, Rosanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Toto. There you go. Okay, so they had two hits and a long, um, successful career. Good for them. Yeah, and they were excited. I saw this, like, feature on, like, why, like, Weezer covered it. It was, like, some girl heard the song and like tried to convince Weezer to like play it she like set up a Twitter account did, and you, get, did you get the press release about the union announcing the uh, partnership with the Jamaican yeah, uh, yeah you can hold the thing up there get it closer to the speaker cause... oh sorry well, maybe I can open with that song or something um, or uh, Africa the union uh, announced a partnership with the Jamaican tourism board Oh, is that the is that the, is that the union news of the day? <laughs> yeah, isn't that perfect? If I wasn't from Jamaica, <laughs> that was the name of our last podcast. They gotta get. Ago. I mean, they gotta get Andre Blake to do a um, to do a to do a Mister Nice Guy, uh, party accessories, uh, <laughs> um, you know, commercial for the new partnership or whatever. Agreed. Yeah, there's some more. I think in here. Um, are you looking for Toto or are you looking for questions? Russ Joy on Broad. Russ, there we go. Russ Joy at Crossing Broad. Your colleague. Yeah, my colleague uh, at Crossing Broad. He says, what, if anything, could lead to simpler cap rules in MLS? Discretionary money, optional funds, GAM, TAM, youth funds uh, all seem far too convoluted to be an effective business model. I mean, they are. Yeah, I mean, I think you just strip it all down, man. Um, Certainly don't add more bullshit. And, you know, MLS always tries to add more to because to, yeah. they think that's going to be the solution, but it only makes it, it only makes it worse. I think you got to get rid of all that stuff, you know? I, I, I mean, I could go on and on and on forever about that, but I think you just, I think you just tear all of it down and, and do like, 
do like like some leagues do where you, if you hit a you have a soft cap but when you hit a threshold you go into the luxury tax you know it's yeah. kind of like when when you have the third dp slot you pay the money you, you pay the the fee on that um that just seems more straightforward to me. The players got to do more in collective bargaining the next time around. That, that for certain, I know. When's the next one? A couple of years from now? Uh, well, it'll be three, two, three. It's every when four. did we interview Danny Cruz as the union representative from the last one? I was like, um, that was at least three years ago. Fifteen. Or, so is it every five years? Because that one in 2010, uh, yeah. 2015? Yeah, it, it definitely was 2010. Five I remember years that, ago. Yeah. Um, Jason says, uh, with Zach Steffen, rumors of going to Bristol City, is he the best player to have ever played in the Union Academy? I mean, it's Polis- probably. Because Polisic doesn't count, yeah. right? He's not- I mean, there, I feel like there's different generations. Like he, him and Pfeffer and like the kind of the first crop were good. And then... Y- it's like the next crop of like the high school kids with Fontana, Trusty, Real, mm-hmm. McKenzie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Stefan has to be right now, but I mean, Trusty and McKenzie and Fontana could be, could catch up if they. Matt says, um, how hard should the owners look or work uh, to buy Dushkal? Uh, what would you pay? It looks like the transfer market has him at 1.75 million. Yeah, he's here on loan, yeah. Um. <laughs> From the Chinese yeah. team, yeah, right? yeah, it's right. It's not right. a full. It's not a full. It wasn't a full transfer. Um, yeah, how? Would, I, I don't know. He's probably worth. Uh, he's probably worth the uh, purchase option. I think. Option. I think they could make it work. Yeah, I mean for sure. Um, oh, he says pounds. It's one point seven five million pounds. So that's three million dollars. Well, if it's three million, I don't. I don't know. But if they could get him for like two, he doesn't want to go back to China. I'm sure. So there were a couple um, Zach Stefan questions, but um, John says the crew are looking at. Uh, an alleged four million for Stefan. Um, any chance a guy like Trusty would garner that level of interest? Um, no, I don't think so because Stefan um, has Nash has senior team caps, and didn't Stefan come over from um, where was he previously in Germany? Uh, um, not Hoffenheim, right? No, nah, it was. Uh... God, we're terrible at this. <laughs> I think we need to end the podcast. I'm still thinking about Toto. Yeah, and I can't type with one hand here. Um, we need a producer to like come in. Well, and, we need uh, Baxter to f- to do something. Yeah, can um, Baxter Google? I wish he's like he's been asleep this entire podcast. Uh, where was it in Germany? Freiburg. That's right. Freiburg. He played fourteen times for um for their second team, but he never got a senior um, cap with Freiburg. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I think he would need national team caps. And Stefan, I think, is older, too, is he not? I think it, I think Columbus should hold off on trying to sell him. Stefan's 23. I mean, yeah. he's been around. Yeah, it's, But he's going to play a lot for for the national team over the next four years. Like, he, he, he might be their, like, number one goalie. So if I were the crew, I'd try to hold him as long as possible and, like, maybe before the next World yeah, Cup or even after the next World like, Cup. Yeah, yeah. and MLS gonna is going to take a cut yeah. of that yeah. anyway, so what does it matter? Uh, Mike, uh, who I think is at the beach right now, says, does a Kai Kamara-level right striker... Right near the beach. <laughs> does a uh, Kai Kamara-level striker push the Union to the top four spot in the East? Um, top four is me hard, even if they do make an acquisition, yeah. which I don't think they're going to do. But what is... I mean, Montreal's not good. New England, are they amazing? Like, they're I mean, they're taking... Because Chicago and Toronto, man, are not... Would anybody thought they were going to be? So, so you got the, but you still got Columbus in there, maybe. Uh, Columbus, New no York, one's catching York, Atlanta or New Atlanta. York and, and the Red Bulls. That so the final the wild card spots then are what down to Montreal, New England, Philly, and Orlando, Orlando and Chicago. I mean, Columbus might but, drop. So if if you're assuming Atlanta, New York City, 
and a Red Bulls will get the top three spots. Then you got Columbus, New England, Montreal, Philly, Chicago, Orlando, Toronto, DC. I mean, See, but look I, at DC. It's going to be too. a pain in the butt because yeah, they've only, catch up. They've only yeah. played 15 games, and aren't they backloaded with with stuff at Audi Field now? Yeah, where the bat, where the barricades are falling, so, I mean, falling four down. Four through 11 could switch a lot. I feel like over the next couple months. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, let me see what else. Something to get excited for. Yeah, get excited. Crazy um, Eastern Conference. Lots of mediocre teams. Rich says Bethlehem is scoring buckets of goals lately, including Herbers. Uh, where are the call ups? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. Herbers, I feel like, has had his like chances with the senior team. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I think they like what they have in Burke. Um, Pico's playing well. They get CJ and Epps on the wings. I, I just don't. I don't know if you bring any of those guys up if they if they're if if they're going to crack the eighteen right away. Uh, EJ says, "Are we going to see Ronaldo in town for?" Uh, Juve. No, I think that's official, right? I think they said he's, not, so, he's yeah. not coming. Yeah. That would have been a is cool. Is that going to be a big crowd? Wednesday night, Lincoln. Uh, when is it? That's next Wednesday? It's, I think it's this coming Wednesday. Yeah. Juve versus Bayern. Well, I mean, that'll draw better than that shitty Inter and Roma game from a couple years ago. And no offense to if any of the the Roma club guys are listening. I just like it. I'm offended. Two, two Italian teams seemed kind of redundant, you know, because it wasn't like. Yeah. You know, it felt like if you had like an Italian and an English team and an Italian and a f- Spanish team or something like that, it would it would have made more sense. Uh, Ken Hawk says, "Who is the best left back in Union history?" <laughs> Jordan Harvey. Still, I mean, how many options Ray's are play- there? I tell you what, man. Um, Ray Gaz is playing pretty well. He's playing well, but yeah. how many left backs have there been? Harvey, Fabinho, Gaddis, Farf, Gabe Farfan. Gabe Farf. They haven't had. Not right. <laughs> They've only had two left-footed <laughs> left. Only, have they only had two left-footed left-backs, Harvey and, and Fabinho? Fabinho? Well, and Matt, I guess Matt well, Real played. Left-footed. He played like three games though. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a. Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I think Matthew Real has a chance to be the best left. Now here's a real. Here's a good question. Top three breweries in the Philadelphia area. Oh man. Because I all I do at the shore now is I just go to breweries. I don't go to the beach or anything. I'm just like an idiot. I just like go to like little like bullshit like small mom and pop. There's a new uh, uh, Doc's uh, Brewery is coming to 22nd and Washington, right around the corner from me. My favorite breweries in the Philadelphia region are Evil Genius, Neshaminy Creek, and um, uh, I don't know. I really like this place, Hidden Sands, down in New Jersey. This new, Um, go check it out if you're down there. It's very easy to get to. It's on the. uh, So when you get off the expressway. Uh, to hit the Garden State Parkway, it's in Egg Harbor Township. Literally, like two seconds, like once you get off that clover leaf there, um, it's a really cool place. The guy who opened it, uh, they dug their own well, uh, so the water is is really uh, this top quality. It's not like township stuff. And um, the guy who who started it was in the beverage industry, so his background is like lines and taps and like all of the assorted. Uh, mechanics that make this stuff flow properly and cool. blah, blah, blah. I don't really know what I'm saying there, but what I'm saying is it they, sounded, they put, it sounded right. They, they put like time and effort into the, the peripheral, the auxiliary stuff that matters. So I'll say evil genius, Neshaminy Creek and hidden sands. Uh, cool. Uh, there's like a couple more in here, but I think they're kind of, we covered, covered most yeah. of them. Um, I feel like I saw those earlier, but they didn't show up on my Twitter. Account. Yeah. Union and steel rumor. Has your says Twitter timeline on... changed recently? So it's like not in chronological order anymore. Well, My thing is like on the, uh, on my phone, like now the buttons are on the bottom. I can't see anything anymore. Uh, which is probably good. You know. Cause I was wasting too much time on Twitter. Yeah, me too. Um, it's, a te- it's a terrible hellscape. All right. Well, let's real let's uh, wrap it up there. I think. Yeah. I think it was a it was a okay podcast. I think it started strong. 
And then I always kinda like fall apart and throughout. just get ranty. You know what? I I'm think pretty it, tired. I, I came home late from the game. I wrote another story, and mm-hmm. then my baby woke up twice. So yeah, that's know, my I excuse. Know. Yeah. I know. I just like I I think I understand now how these radio guys get to be like crotchety old like <laughs> like hot takers how because like I used yeah. to try a lot. Could you imagine <laughs> being on the radio five days a week for five hours a day? It's so much easier to be talk, negative than it is to hour, like actually like watch the games and like look for things yeah. to give credit to give people credit. We talked together right? for an hour. A month and i feel like we we run out of things how do these guys do it for yeah i know i know well uh yeah sorry this this it um took us so long to get uh back to get back at it you know we, oh, both, we both went on vacation yeah. and then uh i got sick and uh you know Kawhi and machado and lebron and fucking paul george and uh no excuses jamal Play crawford i mean you know all these all these uh high price free agents uh, started floating i almost forgot we need to announce our pool uh winner from the world oh uh, yeah the world yeah. cup uh the world but cup in, in the last podcast we did before the world cup which shows you how long it's been since our last pod yeah the I, winner the winner is i told well i told people to uh pick their uh winners from each group and the overall winner um, I got about ten to twelve responses, which is better than I thought. And That's the winner for is the first time. Scott Pugh. All right. Um, so if you're listening, Scott, congrats! You picked France to win, one of only two or three people, and you had more group winners than anyone else who picked France. So you will get a prize from Kevin. There you go. We're gonna dig through the uh, the, <laughs> the union box over there, and um, we're gonna do that right now. Thanks everybody for listening to episode fifty-two. Hopefully, the next one. Uh, will not be a month from now. But, and play us uh, out with some Toto. We'll play. Uh, we'll try to play some Toto <laughs> on the way out. And um, Baxter, Baxter is going to actually uh, f- have the last word here. Okay, ready, man? Go ahead. Okay, thanks. <laughs> we'll see you next time.